0: All right, I'm cooler than you are, so let's light this candle.
1: <laughs> Who's got their game on in the background? I, I, just,
0: I just turned it off, sorry.
1: Okay. Fucking just hilarious. volume down, Rob. <laughs> Hot mic. Uh, like.
2: Long-time listener, first-time caller.
0: <laughs> hey, this is Bob from the South Side.
3: <laughs> I just wanted to call.
2: About Turn your radio down, cell- Bob. <laughs>
3: Welcome to the podcast with Michelle Riley, Mike Cross, and Brendan O'Neill. Sit down and enjoy a pint. There's a county map to go with the wall, her. hurl, us stick in a shinty bowl, the brick, the brack, the crack, and all. Let's call it an Irish pub. All yeah. right,
2: we're back, Mike. For the first Didn't time you. in a long time, we have a, uh, four people um, on the mic, and we've got a newbie. In our midst, Mr. Rob Nash, say hello. Hello.
0: Welcome, hello. Rob Nash.
2: Hello, Rob. I'm, I'm very and, glad to be here. And this marks the return of Michelle Nash. Oh, Michelle, Michelle Riley. Um, right. After a, a long hiatus. Hello, Michelle. Hello, everyone. Thanks for having me back.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's good to have you. You know, it's disappointing. Uh, the streak has been broken. The Rob Nash uh, playing the part of Matt Damon to Jimmy Kimmel. I know. Where... <laughs> He's never been on the podcast even though you were the first person – he was the first person you knew from our
2: – I've been doing podcasts with Rob's sister, Rob's <laughs> sister's friend from college, her other <laughs> friend from college, Rob's friend from high school. <laughs>
0: yeah. The, the, the Matt Damon analogy, I never thought about that but now I'm, I'm actually upset more than I was before.
2: <laughs> I know.
0: I'm, this I'm, I'm, I'm a little. Has been broken.
2: I'm a little upset that we have Rob on the podcast. To be <laughs> I'm uh, so. Wh-
1: which one of us is uh, who's his, who's his partner and writing partner in crime? Ma- uh, ben Affleck. Who
2: Bat-
1: who gets to play the part tonight of Ben Affleck sneaking him in under the suit?
2: That flick. I have uh, to say
1: it'd be O'Neill. Yeah. I, I, I well, he
4: is my brother. I, I guess. I
2: think he's Michelle, yeah. of course. Yeah. So
1: So people,
0: no, no, no bigger advocate for my, for me. (laughs) Oh, totally. (laughs) Nothing but
1: good stuff about you all the
0: time, Rob.
2: Such a cheerleader. All right, guys. Well, this week we had Opening Day, which is a big deal in Chicago. Apparently,
1: apparently, there are (laughs) everywhere.
2: There are. Let me count them: one, two, two baseball teams in Chicago.
4: Just because it's not NBA, Brandon.
2: I know. It's the most. It's sport, we haven't talked NBA sport. on this podcast at all.
4: We're not going to.
2: We will next week, <laughs> so get ready. And she's back. <laughs> and we're not going to. I've already lined up uh, Ruffalo and a couple people for an all-NBA podcast next week. So, Mike, you have the week off. I cannot wow.
1: Wait. I cannot wait to not listen to that.
0: <laughs> I was going to say, what is less than zero rating? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Going into the negs here.
4: Oh boy, I've listened to a couple in the past where I wasn't here, and I'm just I'm just happy you, you got me.
1: Train back. wreck.
0: <laughs> Train wreck.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, the ship was definitely off course. So uh, it's <laughs> much needed presence,
2: <laughs> an adult presence in the house. Yes, yeah, so we would like to break into double digits.
3: All yes, right, you know. So may-
4: while I was off um, doing my thing, yeah. Uh, we've missed a lot of what's going on, so we thought we would talk about opening day, right? Yeah. So I think the 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 best people to take that conversation are Michael and Rob. We got a North Sider and a South Sider, and they're gonna they're gonna duke it out right here. Tell on us top. how
2: awesome your teams are after one game. Hope Springs Eternal. <laughs> I will say
1: I am Both very teams. impressed. Very impressed with the North side. I'm not going to lie.
2: Wow. See, this is how it went last time, with you and with Ruff. That,
1: with I that said...
2: You
4: say a kind word.
1: Well, I mean, it's not a kind word. It's just an observation. <laughs> I mean, I, I, and with that said, I know the crash is going to happen this year. and It's going to be fun to watch because something's going to happen yeah. this year. Everybody had big years last year. They can't keep this frenetic pace up. It's too much. Uh, I, you know, I could see them winning 88 and not making the playoffs. And I could also see the White Sox winning it to 90 and making the playoffs because their division's far more balanced than the NL Central. And that would be probably the greatest thing that could happen in my life, next to the World Series that I saw that <laughs> well, back in I 2005.
2: Mean, that would be the greatest thing to happen in your life? Holy
0: I know. So <laughs> Sports-wise. Sports-wise. Michaels- well, but the ironic thing is that you know nothing that you just talked about has anything to do with sports. I think that the greatest um, you know releva- uh, revelation that Mike just offered was that a-, a Sox fan has a you know not only an inferiority complex, this need to you know wish ill upon others, and their joy <laughs> is not complete unless you know someone else falls short. So it's like. You know, I, I, when we sprung our clocks ahead a few few weeks ago, I saw a cute meme that was like, "Hey Sox fan, Sox fans, don't forget to uh, forge your clock uh, ten years." Two thousand five was a decade ago, so I think they, uh, you know, the, the joy in the Cubs' defeat um, you know, maybe tone that down a little bit and hopefully amp up, you know, amp up the fact that you're it's not good enough that
2: that we win. They had to lose.
0: Yeah, it's a very strange obsession. Well,
1: no, it's not. It's a zero it's a zero sum game. That's that's all it is to me.
2: Oh and it's my not God.
1: that I it it's not that I take it's not Mitch that I am wishing ill will. It's not that I'm wishing ill will on the Cubbies or their fans. Yeah, I'm I just saying you, that there could be you know. a crash this year. I, I And would, I will take a certain amount of pleasure in it. <laughs> yeah, wish ill say.
2: will you can
1: wish you ill. Stop?
0: Well. You sound sincere, except for what you just said 30 seconds ago. So, <laughs> other, other than that,
2: I'll take you at your word. You sound sincere, except for the words coming out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs>
1: Look, I, I,
2: other, I, than, will, other than you
1: talking,
0: I will. I prefer to um, focus on the fact that both teams are one and zero, and that uh, the Sox Amazing. still can't escape uh, where they play and who comes to see them. And so those are you know they're burdens to bear, and we'll just move we'll just move on in our, our merry happy way as we become the international darlings of America's greatest game.
2: Oh, it's wow. so smug, but it's it's not
0: inaccurate. It's it's uh, it's
1: yeah. a little it's a little inaccurate that it's not America's game anymore.
0: I predict celebrations on on I say three continents if the Cubs <laughs> win the World Series. So there's- there's, there's no accounting for the level of idiocy on this planet, Rob. Well, so I, mean, I, think I would we, agree with we are, you. Yeah. We, clearly have, I, we have North America locked up, and I'm going to count South America because it's just the Venezuelan players. And then, you know, Europe. Some Euro, a, Euro like, trash. Euro trash is a lock. And then, uh, you know, you might I would out think out
2: the Euro in, trash would go for the south side. No. no they totally. love hooliganism. They no. love fights in the stadium. That's, that's very socks.
1: Oh, it's it, you know what, and that is the biggest n- misnomer and pile of shit I've ever heard, Hill. <laughs> Outside of one thing that Cub fans hang their hats on, the Legue brothers from 20 years ago running the field—it's
0: it's, it is such a big hook to hang a hat on. though. Oh, it, it
1: is, <laughs> but it's the same bitch that you guys have about us hanging our hat on 2000, 2005. Is it's the same thing? You know, it's a sweeping well, generalization
2: from something that happened
1: <laughs> 18 years ago.
2: Imagine well, that, a generalization in sports. The, I, I don't
4: know, I right? think Robert crystallized the difference. I don't think you'll see I mean there's other than the basic friendly rivalry between the between the two team town, I don't think you will see North Siders really caring um, or, or wishing that they the South Side loses. They just wanna win. Rob, Rob, Rob crystallized a point there, which is it's not enough to just have your team win, but the other guy's got to suffer too. It's, and that is unique to the Southside fans. Totally.
2: As, yeah,
1: and I'll agree with that.
2: As a non-Chicago native, it's funny to me because they play in different leagues. It's like NFC, AFC. It's like the Bears right. rooting against the Chiefs. Like I don't, it, I know it's the same city, of course, but it's it's such an unusual sort of hatred for a team that doesn't play in your, in your,
0: your
3: league.
4: It has nothing to do with
3: baseball. I I know, I know.
0: Michelle's right. You're, you're, you're viewing it through a sports lens where I think there's a cultural sort of expectation that you have at least a passing knowledge of the differences. So it doesn't mean that you necessarily know anything about either team, but you, you have to either pick a side or be aware that everyone else picks a side. Yeah. And you you refuse to engage in that, which which I respect. It's annoying. I don't. Item, but... I don't respect. It. <laughs> I actually don't. I prefer.
1: See, I like it because it's fun banter and it's just you know it adds to a little bit of the excitement. I mean, it really you know baseball is a long grind, right? I mean, it's 162 games. It's six months long. It's, uh, it's everything that sports in 2016 isn't.
4: That's right? true. That is so true. Yeah.
1: So. Just you know the slow roll of angry Southsiders oh. <laughs> foisting their bad blood on the North Side. Everything from you know the the bars, the stations of the cross, which are the bars on Western on the South Side. the, yeah. 12, the twelve bars having signs when the Cubs were in the playoffs, cheering on the other the other league's team. Right. Um, it's <laughs> <laughs> you know their opponent. It's just it's just a. Look, the Cubs play in the biggest market in the world, and the Sox play in the smallest.
0: <laughs> right?
1: I mean, that's yeah. that's the reality. That is the reality. Don't, this...
0: don't don't discount all those Chesterton, Indiana fans, though. Oh well, <laughs> yeah, those St. John, Gary, yeah, right? St. John, we get them all, exactly. Munster. Uh,
1: <laughs> but you, <laughs> you know, you're in Munster. Uh, <laughs> but with the, uh, you know. The popularity of the Cubs, which annoyed me in 1978, it made me want to vomit of everybody going home and watching Cubs games um, after school. I I mean, I I hated it then. (laughs) And of course they should be good. They should be the Yankees. But they're like the complete opposite of the Yankees.
0: Except for the last, you know, eight of the last 12 years, but whatever. Except for eight of the I last four years. Wait, 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 last, Before we do the topic, though, I do want to I do want to address this idea that there's this one cultural, you know, what's the word? Hegemony? Is that the word? Hegemonic? Yeah, hege- <laughs> yeah. hegemony. I don't know how to say it. Uh, you know, where the Cubs are like the, the Sox announced that they have a food truck. <laughs> now they're they're hanging their hat literally on the food. fact that they have better food than Wrigley. So I think that this idea. Speaking of which,
2: to- Rob, you'll enjoy that just hours ago, uh, Mr. Mike Cross sent me the, uh, the link to the new food selection at, uh, on the south side there. Really? Yeah. I'm like, oh, great. For sure. Who gives a shit? Well, it's good, good food I and, love and good baseball. The-
4: that's the only reason I like going to the Sox game. They have the best food.
1: See, I told you, O'Neill. You didn't fucking
4: listen. As to I them.
2: said before, eat a hot dog, eat some popcorn, drink oh, a beer. On. That's all no. you
4: need. And at Comiskey, you get a Polish. That's what you get there. yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: Dude, I mean, Irish what? What? And what do you? What do you go to
1: Wrigley for? To get drunk and then date raped afterwards? Oh, oh that's not.
4: Now your Irish is showing. You gotta back that shit down. On
2: the south side, you get a Polish and an L. <laughs>
0: And uh, no, yeah. yeah. I, I I think that hope springs eternal. That everyone is very excited at this time of the year. Some people are really hoping, and others have already shown that there's some real um, substance to their hope. And let me check here. Cubs are and winning Cubs, one nothing. Cubs are up one nothing. Throwing a no hitter. So there you go. <laughs>
1: Sox are throwing
0: a no hitter as well. All right.
3: Well,
0: I love the public. Bubble bubble. Best of luck
4: to both our Chicago teams.
0: Michelle I will is say that you know, scurrying, you know, us along. I can feel it. You know, she, I think she wants to move along, which which we should. But you know, Bridgeport is beautiful. It's really <laughs> coming along. I hope you're not being. I along. hope you're not being facetious. No, it's, I'm not at all. It is really yeah, coming no, it's, along. It's. Uh, <laughs> it's actually. I mean, you wouldn't let your daughter, do- you would let your daughter or son live there, but sure, it's nice. Oh
1: bullshit! I would let my kids live <laughs>
0: there. It's the
1: houses there are $700,000, $800,000 now. Oh, it's a beautiful hood. Yeah. Especially
0: at
2: 35th and low. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Woo!
1: Why don't we get That's... down to brass tacks on your real team, the Minnesota Twins, Rob? Oh, That's where your loyalty should
2: lie.
0: <laughs> Nailed it. Joe <Jill> Maurer. <laughs>
1: yeah, Joe Maurer.
2: There you go. <clears throat> All, right. Moving, All right, moving on. Moving along. Uh, I want to bring up the the question or the uh, concept that uh, Michelle brought up. The idea that MP3s are killing art was, was the quote I saw. Jeez, oh, This is my favorite I one. I rash
4: statement while we were texting each other, but I stand behind it 100%. Um, I stand I'm not,
1: behind
2: Shelly 100%. I'm not, I'm not arguing it yet because I, I want to hear what it is.
4: Well, I think that it's been a, a slow sort of, I was going to say evolution, but I would say de-evolution.
1: Um, it's a paradigm shift. Is what it, is it is a paradigm
4: shift. And and a lot of it is positive. So, so let's lay it out a little bit. So there's been an absolute transformation in the way that we uh, consume and receive um, a lot of art, not just music, but mainly music, video, film. And Apple certainly has been a key player in that because it is so easy and accessible. We don't even need a computer anymore. Uh, We can just do it on our phone. But there is something about as we make things more accessible, we have decreased the value of those things. And I do think there is something to um, get what you pay for. And, as we have commoditized, and like everything else in this country that is stupid, we have figured out a way to monetize absolutely everything, including every possible way to drain every dime out of any kind of art that happens. But I digress. But we,
3: we've um, always done that.
1: Right, but the point yeah, is, I don't know, where ability,
3: I don't know where the, no, no,
4: is the point is, as, you, as it becomes so accessible and as it becomes so <laughs> disposable... There, there's very little value in it, and so it becomes
2: devalued
4: and really less important in our culture. So
2: the, the art meaning the music, the, the yeah, individual say, songs.
4: Yes, I was. I would say, let's just for the purpose of this conversation, yes. I would say music for sure.
0: Because oh, so you this is make this any is,
4: commitment. How how you is make it devalued make any though? To getting it, you can you can click on a a single. But you don't have to invest any time into so, learning about the artist or understanding... The uh, you didn't the have character. to before. No, no, wait, I wait. no,
1: no that's wrong, Don that's 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 no, Brennan.
4: I have I, more music than I've ever had in my life and I listen to less music than I've ever listened to in my life because I can't find anything when I want to listen to it. There is, you know, so there, there's a number of things I'm, I'm kind of kitchen singing here, but there is a sort of there's a financial component to it there's a tactile component to it and there's also just the sort of conditioning that we've gone through in terms of the consumption of art so we don't have any time or any brain space to to understanding what we're doing anymore. It's
2: also how things are organized and the the structure and hierarchy of how things are organized on your computer or on your phone Uh, that could be improved and you have so many more things, uh, art or, or not, that right. are taking away your attention and time uh, otherwise, videos or whatever, that are easily accessible.
1: That, that's I, definitely I, true. I but if
2: so you that, look
4: at just the way the music business is, has trended… Splint
2: is your splinters your time, I don't think it devalues the… Oh,
4: I I think you're. I mean, I I, I understand what you're saying, and I think that that's definitely part of it. But I think if you look at just music in general today, or let's just say popular music in general today, you know, they basically, you know, I, I was just reading recently about how, you know, the brain craves familiarity. And that's why even though you may hate a song, you still know the words to it. Because as long as you've heard it and you're familiar with it before, it's no longer offensive to you.
1: Taylor and Swift,
4: that, shake it off. Yeah, <laughs> Well, and that's one. essentially one thing that this is formal, you know, formula has taken advantage
2: of. And so, anyway, my point is that... But, but that was always there for the last 30, 40 okay. years with, with uh, Radio Airplay. Before
4: it O'Neil was there Over- with Radio Airplay, but people would find an artist or they would sit and listen to it, put, put the needle down on one side of the record and they'd listen to it for... Twenty-two minutes until the side had to turn.
3: People, that's de-
4: what I'm talking about. And so there wasn't investment. But people haven't in been listening to space into the whole artist. It wasn't just about buying it. Even if you bought the record because you only liked one song, you listened to the whole record. They yes. sort of got a grasp of what there's a gap there from
2: from when people were listening to records to today. There's a gap in between that this music was accessible one song at a time on tapes or CDs or whatever. Well, 45s. I mean, it, <laughs> 45s. the
4: origination of rock and roll was, yeah. was no records. It was 45s. <laughs> but And so, you know, not different from buying singles today. But I'm just saying that was something that there was a tremendous amount of <laughs> effort and um, uh, commitment into getting that 45. Today well, it's clickety-click and I'm out, you know, and I don't have to well, know who the artist is. I just have to know... You know
2: mm. so, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm, not,
4: I'm not making an indictment on it, I'm just saying, no, that I know. Over time, I disagree, our brains have become less able to critically appreciate art
2: because it's just, but I think increased accessibility in most things is a positive.
4: See, now I'm going to disagree with you, and I'll, sh- I'll, I'll share with you how that so <laughs> I, I, man- I, I can't wait to hear this. I work in the manufacturing industry, right? And I make a premium my company may, manufactures a premium product and we could make it better you know we could make it faster and cheaper but it wouldn't be premium anymore
2: and uh, so that that's a different issue increased accessibility doesn't necessarily mean a degradation in quality
3: mm.
4: it means it's less special it's less
2: unique oh sure
1: yeah and here my point in all of this in, in when you when Michelle originally brought up the idea that art is being killed by, you know, the distribution of music Uh, and really talking music specific is I want you to start thinking about the scene in Fast Times at Ridgemont High when Mike Damone tells, uh, what's his name, you know, when it comes to making out whenever possible, put on side one of Led Zeppelin Fool. You know, if you told a 14 year old right now to turn on, you know, what that would mean, they wouldn't even understand what you were talking about right so the whole idea of what michelle said about dropping the needle on a on an album and listening for 22 25 minutes whatever it might be is gone because music is now delivered one song at a time and i get the argument on the 45s from back in the day but the 45 was to pull you in right the 45 initially that's how they delivered all music they had the a side the b side but
2: I think eventually it
1: became the albums, and the forty-fives were meant to draw you in. Like, I'm going to buy this forty-five. Oh, I really like that. In sure, order to get any other music from that artist, I have to buy the full album, or the or the tape, or the you're, you know. Saturday I think you're romanticizing
2: out. an imperfect delivery method, though. I mean, no, I think no, no, that, no, because... no,
0: no. I don't think that's not the point, though. I think, well, first of all, can I say that I was prepared because I thought Michelle had a very detailed argument she was going to present on the actual recording quality of mp3s versus Um, records oh christ (laughs) that of course that's crazy why would she think that um (laughs) but brendan it's the investment of what you know the rule of thumb used to be for me at least if i heard three songs that i liked well then i should just go ahead and buy the album because i'll find two more that i i also like but how many times did
2: you not find those other two
0: Rarely. Very rarely, if you, oh, if you get beat, out of here! How many one-hit hit. wonders are
2: out there that the rest no, of the album no, is crap? That's what
0: I'm saying, if you if you find three songs that you like, you should probably invest in the rest of the album. But to Michelle's point, I think it's not so much the accessibility; it's how artists are incentivized to present their music. So you used to say, you know what? I gotta, I gotta, I gotta pinch out twelve good songs before I can move forward. And now you've got you know Kanye in a weekend saying this is good. I'm going to put out these three songs, right? So there's a little different way to consume it, which I don't know if it's good or bad. But there's this idea that things used to come in a set, and perhaps these songs played off one another. Yeah, I would like... like
4: to explore that idea a little more because
0: so... you see people like Beck who won the Grammy right against Kanye, and there's this outrage in the in the sort of pop culture world of like who the fuck is Beck? And why is he Well winning? only if
4: you're Kanye, he was the only one outraged. Yeah. Well yeah, they're, the they're, they're, I would say maniac. a lot
0: of people under thirty were outraged as well. And the point being that like Beck mm. produced what the Academy quote unquote would <laughs> expect, which is a solid album of songs that were connected in some form or fashion. And Kanye, you know, had his normal I don't know. Stage.
4: Actually Kanye West is is probably one of the few people as popular as he is, is still doing concept records. He's still doing concept albums. I mean, this whole record he has out now is about Pablo Picasso. I mean, he he is one of the few people that. But is, I,
0: I I don't know if they're marketed as you got to hear concept, concept albums, and they're true.
1: not and they're not truly concept albums.
0: Well, and they're not saying you don't you if you don't hear songs two, three, four, and five, you won't get six. Right.
4: Well, and and right. I don't think it has to be that literal. I actually. I actually can't believe I'm defending Kanye West, but I think that he this is, is awesome, family in this that. conversation.
2: But I didn't expect this part.
4: It's also so so Rob, I'm with you 100. percent, But it's also about how we sort of take in that stuff. So if you think about the evolution, where you had like you know rock around the clock and the you know and the Beatles, and then you know popular. I,
0: I, I don't know what you're talking
4: about. The popular musicians started writing their own music. Grandma and that's, Riley. And then in the 70s, there's a singer-songwriter thing, which is how we can get to and en- enjoy artists who don't have the best technical execution, like Bob Dylan or like you know, whatever, James Taylor. They maybe don't have the greatest voices, but we accept that as part of that singer-songwriter genre. And what they have to say is becoming is something that is much more cerebral than rack around the clock, right? So,
2: but th- now those guys, like like if there was a Bob Dylan today, he has a, uh, an easier, a lower barrier to entry, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, to get his music out to people to listen to it.
4: To five people to listen to it. So, Well, I, I, I it's going to start somewhere. One of the I guys- need a hit, baby. I
0: need a hit. No, I, I mean
4: one of, the, one of the one of the benefits of the democratization of art is that everybody can find an audience for anything. We can have a podcast, and some moron's going to listen to it. No you know,
0: we do. can get yeah. It out. yeah. A, no, apparently, yeah. you can. <clears throat> I mean, apparently, you can run for president. <laughs> <laughs> So,
4: I mean, anybody can find an audience for anything. It's just not going to be a viable career and it's not going to make probably the impact that you would hope it would. But anyway, that's a whole nother. I'm just saying that the MP3, the way that we purchase and consume and even listen to music via MP3 has really just devalued that whole that whole activity for lack of a better
0: word well what well, i mean no, sorry mike one counter not, i, no, I go ahead. would one counter i would offer to, to brendan's point though is with things like spotify or pandora or tidal or whatever else you want to insert here you do, you you do get exposure to things that you you know i can i can think of a half dozen bands that i'm into now that i wouldn't have if yeah. i you know, they didn't pop up in Pandora for me.
4: That's sure. true, but um, we used to do that on college radio right. when there were different radio formats. You yeah, know?
0: but I, I mean, to, to Brendan's point, I think you're you're you're, you're defining these barriers that I, I think the, those barriers falling, like the fact that you have to, you know, somewhere between eighty-eight point something and ninety-one point something, find a radio station in an urban setting. In order to get exposure to good music, and oh, if you're if you're outside of Tulsa, Oklahoma, you're screwed. Right. I, mean, I, I am think- not advocating
4: that. Theory. That's a positive, by the way. I completely, completely submit to the idea that there is certainly a much easier way to find that kind of stuff if you if you're looking for it online. Absolutely, but uh, but <laughs> but I
0: do think it's it has encouraged. It's hot, baby. Get it out. Doesn't matter if it's part of anything else or you know reflecting it. There, there's. An inability now to use music, I think, to reflect the wider cultural sort of worldview. Yeah. Whereas before, yeah. you'd be like, "That's the quintessential <clears throat> record of nineteen, you know, eighty four or whatever." Because well, now it's like, you tell me when is... Katy Perry's songs come out, I have no idea when they're out. Okay. I mean, I'm not trying to sound old, but yeah. they don't they don't reflect a, a you know
2: worldview. But now there are likely other avenues oh. for that type of thing.
4: She probably had like a, you know, the song of the summer one of these years. I, I, I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to suggest that that's not still happening. But I would almost say that there's so much, there's so, there's so many choices now. You can't even, yeah, there's a curation problem, I'm going to yeah. say. yeah Because it's either too siloed where, you know, all this crazy stuff's happening everywhere, but you just can't even get to it. Or it's just so homogenized that you can't, yeah, I just think that there's just way too much. And and that kind of speaks to my whole iPod thing, which is I probably do have more music than I ever had, and I can't find anything I'm ever looking for. And never <laughs> sit there and go, because I can't kind of glance at my wall and say, oh, my God, I haven't listened to that record in a long time. Let me go put that on and listen yeah. to it.
3: Go blow up, blow, blow
2: the, the dust. Yeah, go, songs at a time, it's you like, like you're losing something in your big, giant purse.
4: Kind <clears> of. <throat> yeah.
2: yeah. Kind of. Yep. Nice. Too many choices,
1: <laughs> like, maybe. Well, a lot of shitty ones, too.
0: All right. I do find it harder to, make, to, to have the patience to get through an album. I think the price of 45 minutes has so dramatically increase right and, and I don't mean that just because of you know I just think that that in general because I think, yeah, I think this... that's
4: also a, definitely a function of your age
0: no no I, it, I, no it's not a function of my age because I think it is kids part, do it yes, too but I think kids are like oh my gosh there's something else I could be doing or I'm missing something else for these 45 or, minutes
2: or I need to get to the meat of it. Like, I mean, try and watch a YouTube video and I dare you not to hit the skip the ad after three seconds.
1: I don't need any more fucking commercials. That's yeah, why
2: I, that. I No, but I'm saying it. it's – I'm saying that's a, a, a symptom of this ADD sort of get to the point. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean I even – so I, I, I would pl- – I know we got to go on but I would plant myself in this, this camp with Michelle in general but I got you know, so I got the Gary Clark Jr. and then album and uh, Black and Blue, and another one and And I'm like, all right, I even like cleared my schedule. I'm like, I'm gonna get into this album, and I got four songs in, and I'm like, uh, I got something else to do. I think I think I got something else to do. I
2: love the idea. You cleared
0: your schedule. <laughs>
2: that, that's what happened that to
0: your import. That might have been an embellishment, but I was also like. Mm. Yeah, I'll get back to it. I can't Especially listen and do something else at the same
2: time, like so I'm going to clear my schedule. <laughs> Sorry. All right, moving on. Um, I do want to bring this up because I think it will be fun or funny or it will be a good argument. Apple products.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, can we talk about Ben Gay and maybe like what? other – Oh. elderly afflictions because...
2: Dr. Cuddy's joint cream.
0: I'd also like to talk about boys that play in my front yard if we could at some point. <laughs> oh, yeah. Get off my lawn.
3: You don't have a okay. front
2: yard.
1: <laughs> I'm going to stand by my assertion that Apple products are designed for the 15 and under set and the 70 and over set. Maybe not the computers. The computers, I see the value in them. But the phone is just kind of corny. Um, it's not very functional. Or it's functional, but it's not very – you can't do anything to it. You can't manipulate it. It's very like – What do you want to do to it? Rigidly in a box. You can't uh, You can't download anything that's not Apple approved. You can't do this. You can't do that. Yeah. It's like basically having your mom in control of your phone.
4: I'm I'm strictly devoted to Apple, but it's pure broke back. I mean I can't quit you, Apple as much as <laughs> I want to. Yeah. Because I mean I I they got me you know, I, I signed up with iTunes and now I've got all this time and effort. Yeah. No
2: you I
4: don't.
3: I don't. I'm only in crashed
4: A- twice in my lifetime. Well, and if you have listen. any concept of what it has taken me to reload all that music, yeah. it crashed again hey. and I won't I won't do it.
3: I just. I haven't, uh, had,
1: I, I, I haven't I had an iPod cool. in 10 years. I, call I have bullshit. all my music on iTunes.
0: I call bullshit and right. user error. Right. Total user Now, error. when
4: they open the iCloud, all the oh, music... Jesus. No, it's true. When they open the iCloud, all the music that you didn't buy from Apple got kicked off.
1: I want to open my iFist and punch it <laughs> in someone's <laughs> eye <iI>. wow. That's <laughs> so true. That happens. Here's the but, thing.
2: When what I, is the problem?
1: Here's the problem. First of all, they feel you feel like you're trapped, right? So yeah, I just think it's a broke tired. back thing. You're not trapped number 1. Like with Google Play, which is their version of their their cloud version, which is free. Um, yes. yeah. There's a, literally a tool on your desktop that you can put that will take any music from your iTunes and put it on Google's cloud, right? So all my music is in two places. It's on iTunes and it's in and whenever I add a song on iTunes, it automatically puts it into Google Play. Um, so you're not trapped in that respect. You just think you are. Right. Because that's what they want you to think, right? I mean, and like, well, I hey, actually
4: tried so- to hire someone to just clean this up for
1: me. Oh, my <laughs> Christ. Are you fucking right. kidding me?
2: <laughs> Grandma Riley showed up again. Listen, Mike, so having not had an Android or whatever, what am I missing? Because you said well, but that what uh, you just said was that what I just it's, said
4: It's this open yeah. market free you can it's get a free anything, market an what,
2: MP3 what from do you everywhere. have on your phone that I can, that I need to put on my phone that I can't already?
1: Maybe nothing that you would want, but there's plenty out there that you you might want that you cannot get on Apple. I mean there, I will, there are, I will, say,
0: I will say I'm not saying you're wrong like, I'm just saying I'm unaware of it. Well the Google Play Store is much has a much more liberal attitude toward porn. Yes, <laughs> I mean, the porn apps
1: are... Why would you download
0: porn? Apple clamps down on that shit. They do not yeah. want that in
1: their house. I think it's the... It's also... The thing with Apple for me is, is it's that whole attitude like, oh my God, when Siri came out, everyone was like losing <laughs> yeah. their shit because of this great new thing. And I'm like, we've had this on Android for three years.
0: I mean... Uh, you that all could see- be just a, That could just be the cross... He's been talking to his phone for three years. I don't that know could, if that is that. It. <laughs> I,
1: that might be the case, but the reality is, is that all this shit that they sell to you is snake oil, and I don't like snake oil sales. How's that?
0: Unbelievable. So that is
4: snake oil salesman. You That's know, th-
0: this reminds me of uh, of independent coffee stores who complain about Starbucks. <laughs> where, where, and what I, I, what I mean. What I mean is that no one fucking bought coffee at a coffee store right. until there were Starbucks. So <laughs> That's Starbucks, a great point. Starbucks created the world right. where an independent coffee store could charge you $4 for a cup of coffee. So <clears throat> there, there would be no Android, and I say it that way, uh, you know, option if Apple hadn't shown everyone that here's a better way to do it. Right. Oh, no question, but I think that it's been perfected
1: by the Android market and uh, Apple. Oh, right? perfected.
0: No, I think it's a,
4: it's a matter of open source, right? That's the difference. Yeah, I'm
1: an open source.
4: and one is a closed, and that's really what it boils hey, down Hey, O'Neill, what's
0: the line about, uh, in Tommy Boy, about the butcher and, you know, i rather <laughs> trust the... Uh, <laughs> you
1: want to stick your head up your set up a bull's ass or a yeah, cow's yeah. ass? If so exactly. you can stick
2: your head up a bull's ass, but I'd rather trust the butcher or whatever. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: there we go. When when Serge and uh, what's his name tell me how to do things, I'll just I'll let Tim Cook let you know tutor me.
1: The little lemmings following suits. Oh, jeez. It's like I, I imagine Rigley is loaded down with iPhones. <laughs>
0: Because when I think, you know, U.S. Cellular, I think these guys must know C you know, C plus plus programming language. C plus plus is so outdated. Come on, this is than
4: that. You just nailed it. Michael is, you know, at least tech adjacent. And um... yeah, thank you. That's the
0: best adjective used. <laughs> I love that
1: term. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and anyone. <laughs> You couldn't come up
1: with, you know, C-sharp or ASP.net, MVC. No. No.
0: Don't up, act was, like you uh, are, you know. Uh,
2: that sounds a lot I, like I, DOS I, to me.
0: I, I, I picture Cross sitting at the Whopper right. loading in some programming language. Well, this is like what he does for a living. A he game? talks to these people, so. He's talk- talks. He talks to them. I mean, you know.
1: Right. You know what, like, you know what's sitting on my my desktop right now? A reminder that new software is available from Tim Cook and the Gang. Okay. <laughs> right. close
2: that.
0: Bro, and you know, the thing that I thought was a little disconcerting I that about Tim Cook and the Gang, well, the gang Tim part. Tim Cook uh, and the think,
2: Gang. I think their album just dropped last week.
0: Yeah, you know, no, no, it's just, just a single. I don't get it. it I, just, just I would single. say oh, the, the, the first, third, and ninth songs are okay. Um... <laughs> I do think that it's funny that, that the new software update for Apple was co-sponsored by the FBI. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's a topic we should talk about. I want everybody's take on that. I was glad that they they finally... Uh,
2: Keep everything secret. That's my take.
1: Their nuts finally dropped and they told the government to walk.
0: I was sad. Well, I think yeah, that was part of it. I do think there was actually an excellent, awesome article that... Um, you know the, the crux of the entire problem, or the inability of the FBI to to hack the phone, um, was not Apple or some kind of secret program. It was simply encryption, which is another way of saying math. Right. So, bas- right. basically, the FBI was like shaking its fist at math and saying, "You're really hard, and we need help." <laughs> well, yeah, we can't and, do math. Right. Damn you, algorithm! I know. So Apple kind of said, "Look." Yeah, we can try and help you on this, but first of all, it's a principle that you're you know you're making a sort of break. But the bottom line is, it's math. Like there's massive encryption that's available to everyone. So I don't know what you're asking us to stop because yeah. right. we go can't. ahead and
2: break it. Yeah.
0: Well, the thing that the thing that was
1: distressing about it from my point of view is is that our government, who can you know fly drones into someone's hut in Afghanistan <clears throat> from from Langley. And blow 13 people up, I uh, cannot hack a phone. And yeah. I think the best thing that I heard about it was that what they should do is give it to a uh, crazy chick and tell her that her boyfriend's cheating on her. And that there's all these text messages on there, and she would hack that, right? Find the crazy one. <laughs>
2: Uh, I
4: just assumed that the government was spying on all of us anyway, so I was just like, "You mean yeah. you can't take care of this already? I mean, government, why in the
1: asking, shocking. our government isn't that good." Witness Mike
2: Madigan. Uh, <laughs> oh jeez, <laughs> I wasn't sure we'd get here.
4: I bet <laughs> he an iPhone. A fellow Southsider like yourself.
1: Oh God, he probably has, gonna... has an Android. I would like to rip his arms off and beat his daughter to death with him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's
3: his arms like, aren't long enough to
1: beat her with. <laughs> they have seriously like almost single-handedly sticks. destroyed
0: this state. I They're think Lisa better gets
4: a great job as our state's attorney.
0: Att- attorney general, please. Attorney <laughs> general,
1: <laughs> state's attorney, whatever. It's all, same, it's, state attorney. All, it's all the same scam.
0: It doesn't matter. I think the state's attorney is, has had some uh, bad uh, title ratings at the current current time.
4: Well, yes. that's true, too,
0: I guess. For those of you not in Chicago, just look up uh, Laquan McDonald.
4: Yeah, I think everyone knows.
0: I don't think they nah. do. I don't know. No, they don't. National news. So it's, yeah. Well, and we're international, let's be honest, so... <laughs>
4: The violence in Chicago and the corruption of the police department has reached international proportions.
2: We're number one, baby.
1: <laughs> uh, there's a great, there was a great article in the Atlantic about uh, yeah, McDonald's McDonald.
4: I haven't read it I yet.
1: Highly recommend digging back it's... on that one. I don't know when it was. it was. I think it was in the fall.
4: Yeah, it's sitting uh, in my windowsill right now.
1: Yeah, definitely worth a worth a read. That was the best piece on it. That is...
4: yeah, we're not opening up that can. No, this. I mean, i something agrees. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, there's nothing. No, I mean, out. the only controversy is we can't get the. No, shit... No, they
1: together. don't. That no. The... Hello. <laughs> well, no, that's not true. I mean, there are people out there who are defending.
4: The oh, well, the I don't cop. know those people cuz those people
1: are insane. I mean they fucking gave the fr- Listen, the fraternal order of police just gave him a job.
4: Well, you're right about that, yeah.
1: So, you know, where does this end? It's it's almost like you know, they they get caught with their hand in the cookie jar and they just go, "Well, okay, Sorry. I
4: know, and Sorry. then they decide that, sure. you know, the mayor decides that, you know, anybody from out of town isn't going to cut it. Let's just get somebody who's been here for 500 years. Yeah. To run the police department. Okay, is he... Is, the problem.
1: Is he as, as big a douche as the rest of them, or what? I mean, I'm leaning yeah. towards yes. Who? Rom.
4: Oh, my... Is he?
0: No, I, I mean, I always... Uh, hesitate to offer comment but I, I think that <clears throat> the mayor actually is doing what is very logical in his current situation which has nothing to do with what most people would observe to be um, credible or um, smart which is he is completely weakened politically and the both the police department you know cannot Stand or trust him, and the African American population in the city, which was essential to his reelection, does not, you know, has completely walked away from him. And for him so to so has the
4: rest of the demographics of the city.
0: Yeah, but you don't. There's understand.
4: about ten rich people that are still supporting
1: him. But okay. the point it's pretty,
0: being, this is like the point. Point, the point. As the being, only resident
4: of Chicago, I will speak from that point of view. Okay. <laughs>
2: If Rahm Emanuel is not trustworthy, I will cut off the tip of my ring finger.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Meat uh, slicer? The, the point is that, that it, I totally agree that it was a very cynical decision because he chose it to, I think, appeal to African-American critics in the city. Totally. When the whole, when the whole point of the, of, the, of the firing of the police superintendent was that they were not policing their own. Yes, and so so originally, if you go back to October and November, it was we need someone from the outside to clean this mess up, and we've gone a hundred or three hundred sixty degrees and come right back to let's just hire an insider, and right. that seems that makes, that's you know. that seems not to be a good choice. Well, M- McCarthy was <laughs> an outsider,
4: right? I was just thinking, that McCarthy's looking pretty good right now.
0: I know, but that the point was you had the police department saying. Yeah, we had t- Jody Weiss and McCarthy, two right. outsiders that did not did not work well with the rank and file, and we had because all these problems. A problem
4: so, with the rank and file.
0: The way you fix it <laughs> is rank to promote. Files. Well, that's the point. Is the rank and yeah, file is out of control? I mean, the whole crux of the controversy should be that dozens and dozens of sworn police officers, from the patrol level up to you know, lieutenants and, and commanders lied. Yeah. And lied after they saw a videotape showing that they were lying. And to go back and say, yeah, let's hire from within, seems to be kind of a mistake. But that's just me. It's not it's
4: just you. I think everybody believes that's a big mistake. Unless you're a cop. They think it's a great idea.
1: Well, they think it's great, yeah. Well, the, the interesting thing that I saw is basically – uh, the cops have uh, completely, at least in Chirac, and let's call it Englewood and the West Side, right? Uh, they have completely um, stopped pulling people over, stopped doing arrests. I mean, the this the the figures from 2015 to 2016 for March were, or like through through year total, like let's say January through March of 2016 versus 2015. The um, the pullovers or any kind of incidents where there was police involvement in a situation was down by like 70% or 60%. Yeah, something they're so not ridiculous numbers. They just, you know, they're like, okay, if we're going to get in trouble for, you know, shooting kids 16 times, we're just not going to do
2: anything. Good. Good times. No, that's not. That opens up, opens up the road for me to keep driving. <laughs> Goddamn it. <laughs>
0: No, no. Actually, ironically, Just keep that traffic saying, flowing, guys. No, he has <laughs> a, he has a paper route for uh, <laughs> uh, it, it. Goes through
1: uh, Longdale, Longdale, Englewood. Yes. Yes.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah.
2: Extra, extra.
1: Well, he he likes going down there because he can get in some good pick on basketball games. You want to play some game?
2: Oh, I could actually. I you know. can actually.
1: You could probably handle yourself up there, down there, really. down there for not, you. Not really. Not, no. not really. No. White men can't, jump. Okay, well, should we move off that topic? Because it just gets more and more depressing the more we talk yeah, about it. Yeah, it's all depressing. Well, let's
2: move on. Anyone need a refill or anything? <laughs> I'm good. I just refilled, so. <clears throat> oh, uh, by the way, I just checked. We are, in fact, international. We have a listener outside the country. We have our listenership consists of 87.8% U.S. 6.3% yeah. in Germany. <laughs> oh, Germany.
0: Oh, that's where the porn bots are located. There they are. 3.5%
2: yeah. uh, in Ireland. <laughs> that's my... Gotcha.
0: I was going to say, that's like the two people cross those. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> their their last name all. is Igo.
4: They're, relatives. They're all relatives.
2: 1.5% uh, Unknown. Oh.
4: Ooh, maybe they're from space.
2: Aliens. And 0.79% from Canada. I like that. I like the Canadians. Are We've got to increase our Canadian listenership.
1: I'll start making some calls.
2: Let's, <laughs> let's get some more hockey talk.
1: Hockey talk. Hawks are on a tear right now. By the yeah. way, no one cares. Yeah,
4: That's not
2: true,
1: B. That is not true. Mm. But Because Brendan doesn't.
2: He thinks people actually watch the NBA. Listen, I'm – oh, forget it. Who cares? Moving on. Let's do – unless anyone has any objections, let's move on to the how much are they worth game.
3: And now, let's play the how much are they worth game.
2: The net worth game is what it is, Brandon. Yes. Don't mind me saying – According to our announcer, it's the how much are they worth game.
4: I don't even know what my own net worth is.
2: Really? Well, it's negative five negative percent <laughs> income.
4: Negative 5% said the writer. <laughs> I love
0: that you put a percentage on it. That's good. <laughs> I'm just
2: yeah. throwing out numbers. I'm going to go digits. ahead and
0: question Brennan's ability
1: to play the game now. Well, he can't. He sucks at it. I'm
2: the worst at this game by far. I think okay. Tim
1: Chatter
4: told me that this is a this is a, a peeve of his. A peeve? What? He just as a banker, he just can't believe you guys could be so wrong.
1: Oh. Well, I'll he kicked is, our exactly. holes last couple, week. That's why. A couple weeks ago we had the Cuban segment. Yeah. And of <laughs>
2: course,
1: <laughs> you know who that's gonna involve. That fucking crazy broad from Miami that I can't stand.
2: Gloria Stefan.
1: Uh, what? Oh.
2: What? Oh,
0: show. Her net
2: worth kicked our asses.
0: Stuff, right? Oh, right. Yes, yes. I bet you it's shockingly right. high. It's shockingly high, yeah. right? It has to be. It's
1: not, though. When, I mean, after you do the math, it makes sense. But I can't, for the life of me, figure out how anyone likes her. She's like Celine Dion <laughs> to me. It's like... <laughs> Are you guys not hearing the same shit I'm hearing? Because it all sucks.
0: like Celine Dion It's all there's a lot
1: whistles. of people whose taste, taste is in their ass. That's hey,
0: hey Brent, uh, uh, Brennan. Before you kick this off, can I can yeah. I offer a an example of someone's um, net worth who is shockingly low? um well it depends on you what should not be looking
2: from. this shit up because that's just no, no no i
0: i i read that i'm well read yeah. let's be honest oh, well I'm, read. Back, yeah. I'm i'm well read shockingly low yeah. now that let's go now that you're
1: spending more time on metro you have time to read
0: huh? i do i do
2: shockingly I actually... low it's joel Riley. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no shockingly <laughs> no. Bre- uh brett And you married up ellis Brett Easton Ellis, author of *American Psycho*. Election don't Zero. say the number. Don't give us the number. Let's do it. Let's uh, guess. What, hey, hey, Mike, what's the book you read? *Lunar*, *Lunar Parkway*, I think it's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. shockingly low. That's all I'll say.
1: Okay, so uh, let's make some quick
2: guesses.
4: He made a bad book deal, I guess. Some bad movie deal. You don't
2: make any money on books, really.
4: But he sold a lot of books. I know.
2: I know. I'm going to say
0: twenty-two million.
2: No.
4: Oh, well, he said shockingly low, nine. Yeah,
0: nine. I, six. I, I wish I, I wish I was shockingly low then. Six. No, I mean he's widely reported as just having emerged from bankruptcy and worth about two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Oh well,
1: the bankruptcy is the killer there, right? Well, you know,
0: personal issues that
1: we, yeah, we and we've had we had this problem with somebody last week, B or maybe no, it was but but, but to.
0: To Brennan's point, he never made amazing money. Jose um, the, Conceco. The, 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 the gap between the publishing or the published date of uh, American Psycho and the movie, which really kind of brought it to the masses, um, was surprisingly long, and he did not control all of those uh, aspects. And, a side note, I did not know Oliver Stone was the one that, that finally brought that film no. to the screen. I didn't either. David Cronenberg was the original director attached to it, but Stone Hmm. got it there.
2: And this concludes the Rob Nash book hour. Sorry,
0: sorry, sorry. I thought the guy was a millionaire. He's not. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, I'm sure he was at one point, though. That's the point, right?
0: Well, if you've seen Less Than Zero, zero, then you know what he's willing to do for money. Pretty much,
1: yeah. Oh, God.
0: (laughs) Got big plans for you, Julian.
2: (laughs) <laughs> All right, Robert I will,
1: Downey I Jr. Say,
0: American sweetheart,
1: American sweetheart. I will say uh, Lunar Park definitely worth your time. Yeah, okay? that's it.
0: I've not read it. I've read it.
1: Yeah, get that wire. Probably get it on uh, in soft cover, and it'll work well on the uh, on the Metro from your Tony <laughs> estate in Park Ridge. Wait, I lo- I call can it a movie. We leafy... Well,
0: leafy we paradise. That. Suburban Leaping Paradise. I think John Hughes uh, uses, you know, my home as a model. Um, hmm. yeah, I'll have to make sure people aren't, you know, stalking me. Thanks a lot, Mike. Sorry.
1: I was kidding about Parkridge. He actually lives in Glencoe.
2: <laughs> Download that and see if it'll work on your outdated Apple product.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Ask Siri.
4: Mike is never be been this far north and he can't comprehend. No, I can't. Where Glencoe is in relation to Park Ridge.
0: No, it's nowhere near. Yeah, far they're far, actually yeah. nowhere near one another. But... <laughs> oh, I'm trying to
1: throw off your stalkers. Get your mm. buddy Stenell's books and paperback.
0: His
2: stalkers are this listening this in Germany, park- dude.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> their about <laughs> far apart as Marquette Park and Lombard. Ooh, God, two home, two of my homes. <laughs> I know. They're, they're out out of state. Giving
1: up my positions. <laughs> Giving up my positions. All right, all right. Let's get net
0: worthing. What's our theme this week? P-D-O? How much
2: are they worth? Baseball movies.
0: What? Baseball movies. So, the internet is off off limits here, right? Yeah. Yeah. There,
2: there's no looking up. You can, you, as we talk Wikipedia. through it, like, you can look at Wikipedia just to see what they've done, but don't look up numbers.
4: Baseball movies. Yeah. All right. Later well, no, no. Me.
2: It's people in is... baseball movies. So, oh, okay. Our first one up is Charlie Sheen. Don't well,
1: shout out the he's... number like hey. Don't, don't shout out the number me. like Ruffalo, please.
2: Yeah. Don't shoot your wad too early. Who's our first one? Charlie Sheen. Oh Christ. Well, it's what he's. Uh. He's probably got.
1: Let's just say right now, he's probably got three to five million dollars in cocaine in his house. So that's gotta be first. <laughs>
4: I think he's fallen on some financial hard times recently. Yeah, that's I, I will
0: well. I think the mo- the mountain was so big though. I don't know how this much This makes he it did interesting that. though.
4: He did have a lot of money, that's true. Of course.
1: Well, uh, well, interestingly this morning um, Howard Stern had John Cryer on. Yep. And they got into an extensive conversation about how fucked up Charlie Sheen was. Yeah, it was good. Was actually really interesting. It was good. Really? I would, yeah, I would get your hands on uh, <clears throat> On a Sirius XM satellite radio. <laughs> uh,
4: Preferably an Android app.
1: Yes, <laughs> an, they, there is a nice Android app, by the way. I'm not going to lie to you. Shocking. Uh, Charlie Sheen.
3: Net He's, worth?
2: Net worth.
1: How many How many millions is he going to lose getting sued by these people that I he gave AIDS to or uh, HIV?
2: So write down a number, Michelle, but don't say it.
3: Okay.
0: Oh, I, I I think you should go as big as you can possibly think here.
2: Five hundred trillion.
0: No, oh. that's that's slightly
2: too much. But
0: uh, <laughs> all right, so are we offering our guesses.
2: Uh, does everyone have a number? I, I yes. do have a number. I do have a number. Let's start this with. has
4: Got to be excruciating to listen to.
2: No, no one's not. listening. It doesn't matter. Rob yeah, Nash. What's your number?
0: Mine? Yeah. Seventy five million
3: dollars.
2: Oh, oh my King. god. Low. Michelle, what do you got? Twenty two. Oh my god. I am once again, I'm the worst player in my own game. <laughs> you know like you suck at this. You should not play. Should I should not, should not even be play.
1: Like, you should be Alex Trebek.
2: I just no. host it because I I'm so bad. Cross, what's your number? Fifty. <laughs> right am, in the middle. I am an idiot. Where are you? Two hundred and fifty million dollars. Oh, for fuck's sake! Are you
0: fucking kidding me? Two hundred and fifty. Come on. Two hundred fifty.
2: That's a fun number.
0: That is a fun number. Well, I, I want can't. to note that I I win for being closest. But how do you guess? know the answer?
2: I'm looking it up, Rob. Oh, your guess
1: was two hundred and fifty?
2: My guess was yes. two fifty.
3: Oh, I thought that was That's the answer. shit out
4: of me. Okay.
2: All right. Oh, no Charlie Sheen. 250B.
4: Come listed
0: on. as a quote unquote <laughs> Brandon, successful horrible. American. <laughs> actor. Well, dwell on that for a second.
2: <laughs> Seriously.
0: That's yeah. just. He has a network. Yeah. Everyone
2: the... shut it. He Allison has a network. Right? God damn it, Rob. I'm, I'm, I'm going to really turn you open. off in a minute.
1: Do you know how to He's carry He's going to mute you. <laughs> Rob, you're going to get muted. That would be a first. Does
2: Allison give you an allowance?
1: Pretty
2: much, much guaranteed. What do you, what? All right, Charlie Sheen. Network. Give it
1: to me, Bud Fox.
2: One hundred and fifty million.
1: <laughs> oh my oh. God!
2: Guess who's closest? Not
1: much better.
0: Oh, Nash is closest. Double, though. Yeah, we tied. Well, said, yeah, but oh. Brendan was in the Brendan was in the right right area. Oh, wait a minute. No, what did yeah. you say? Rob said one hundred or ninety. Rob's closest. Right?
2: Yep, Rob's closest. Rob's
0: closest. So we got a plus one. I said seventy-five million. He was making a million dollars an episode for at least five years on that show.
1: That's a lot of money for a guy who's about to—his life's gone. no oh, I'll tell you. Please.
4: His life's not gone. He'll be.
1: No. You think he's
0: got a comeback Kevin? <clears> him? <throat> I don't know, man. Oh no! I mean, he'll just live.
4: Oh, I do. <laughs> I. I don't just
0: live. I see Major League Four coming down the pike.
1: Yeah, that's coming yeah exactly.
4: I just saw Katherine Heigel in a commercial.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, she's uh, she's quite the attractive
0: one. I'm not gonna lie to you. How's she related to Charlie Sheen? Yeah.
4: I'm just saying she's put her career in the toilet.
0: Well, well, is she? <laughs> yes.
1: What kind of commercial I mean? was it like you know, for tampons or something?
4: I don't even know what it was, but I mean, when you're doing, a is she game,
1: like a L'Oreal girl or something. She's burning her brows. No no, 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 she's not. Yes, well, there's a difference between, this is like, like a straight up
4: acting in a commercial.
1: <laughs> she's riding on a horse in a field, Cro- like, you know,
0: Tampax.
1: Cro- or is she like the spokesperson for, you
0: know, no, she- Cro- Chanel number Cro- nine. Cro- Cross just equated Charlie Sheen's train wreck of, you know. Entire like behavioral disorder to a woman having her period. <laughs> <laughs>
4: She's doing NyQuil ads.
0: And oh, My that's own. horrible.
1: NyQuil. It's cool.
2: a rough giant bounce. fucking Q. <laughs> it's the Big third add, third. little Y. All right, <laughs> next on the list: Tom Beringer. Oh, Oh. this is tough.
1: You know what I like? This theme is following a platoon theme because they were both in platoon. Oh, yeah. um, He
4: was following a baseball
1: theme. Tom Oh, they were both in Major League together and they were both in platoon together.
4: They're best friends.
1: Are they?
2: I don't fucking know.
1: (laughs) Uh, Don't be teasing me like that. Not
2: Not only Major League, but Major League 2.
0: You know, Tom Barringer's career is interesting because he was all blockbuster. Sliver. In in the beginning and and some major popular movies like Major League. And then he went into like shitty USA. Straight to video. Yeah.
2: Sniper Hmm. 2, Sniper 3.
1: Don't you always (laughs) wonder when you see that happen in someone's career, like their acting career, and you're like, why are they doing that? I don't know. Whatever. Some, someone's know. paying them, right? Yes. Yeah,
2: it's a job. My yeah,
1: guess
4: they're are they are having a financial issue crisis, yeah. Them to take a job at USA. Hmm. I would I say can-
0: Mike, if you if you charted the the show, the networks on which their movies appeared and their coke consumption, they exactly. would probably be like it would be like an inverse graph. There's got to be a formula there that we could follow.
1: Uh, an al-
0: an algorithm. Yeah, another uh, algorithm. We're maybe- back
1: to algorithms.
0: I, I I'd say Android. Android Android probably has an app for that.
1: <laughs> Nailed it.
0: Call Tim uh, Cook
1: uh, in the gang. Call,
2: oh my call God. Tim
1: Cook in the gang and see if they can get on that. I think hey, they're playing Timmy.
2: at the Vic this weekend.
1: <laughs> I'm, calling, <laughs> He's I'm calling from That's, Beverly. I'll take your I'll, call. I'll call her from Mount Greenwood.
0: Oh, Tim Cook should have a <laughs> national call in. Hey, someone write that up and, and submit that to Silent Life. <laughs> hey, you're on the air. You're out with Tim Cook. Hey, <laughs> when I go to general slash
1: settings slash update. Do I need to be on the Wi-Fi?
2: Because Do I don't have the <laughs> password
1: at the corner of the bar. Uh, uh, all
0: right. Tom Berger. Tom Berger. Hey, hey, hey side note though, Brian, or Brendan. New segment. Uh, uh, Chicago calling voices <laughs> to national radio shows. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Poughkeepsie, hello.
2: No, <laughs> know it's not <laughs> Chicago, but...
0: <laughs> no, all the time.
2: Lombard, you're on.
0: All right. Lawndale, hello. Uh, all
2: right, Tom Barringer. Mr. Tom Barringer, him... Uh, he has a... I don't know if you knew this. He has a movie franchise he's anchoring. He has Sniper, S- Sniper 2, <laughs> Sniper 3, and Sniper Legacy. Ooh. So one. You know. All right. I'm, I'm going to say 12.5 12, 12,
0: 12. million. Ooh, 12.5 12, 12. 5. for Rob. What's...
4: Oh, I'm
2: going to say 28.
0: Yeah, Michelle's right. I already know it.
1: <laughs> I, went, I went 12.
2: Ooh, 12 and a 12.5? Yeah, I've got 18.
1: Well, at least you're not wildly off the mark tonight.
2: Oh, no, 18 billion.
1: <laughs> he wasn't he was nominated from the film phoenix film Critics society award for best cast in uh, inception
4: okay moving
0: on Brandon. oh i um, forgot he was in that movie yeah we're yes. we're, we're very low
2: god damn it tom berenger has a net worth of eight million dollars <gasps>
3: Frost.
2: Frosty frosty he
4: did. Oh. There's a story there, you guys. Oh,
0: fans. Oh, hey, Brendan. Some of that budget. Can you please assign budget to a private investigator to find out what happened to Tom Berenger's millions?
2: <laughs> We're looking into that, and Jose Canseco and Gloria Stefan. Because I don't believe any of that.
0: <laughs> well, Jose Canseco, give me you know a cup of coffee. I can tell you what happened there. But uh, Tom Berenger is interesting. What happened? He yeah. hasn't made a
1: good movie since uh, Inception, and he didn't have a huge he part in probably got so worse. He gets...
0: and... I'll tell you what, he's probably had a lot of good times, though, in between <laughs> those movies. <laughs> All right, moving That's on. Bit.
2: Um, one of Rob's favorite, Miss Renee Russo.
0: God damn it.
1: <laughs> what, what baseball movie was she in? Major league. What? That's right, she was.
2: Tom Behringer's uh girlfriend or Love player. love
0: interest, I like yeah. to say. Renee Russo had a very successful career as a model. She
4: was a model, yeah, before.
0: And but I'm concerned that she may maybe didn't invest her money that well during that time. Why are you concerned, Rob? My guess well, well, well She could be one of those like crazy ones where she's like Way wealthier than you think.
4: I think that's probably true. Because if she needed the money, she'd be working.
2: Maybe she's financially solid. I think
4: she must be financially solid.
2: All right, all right
1: let's come up with numbers.
2: I've got
0: Stop. a number. Everyone got their number, Andy. I'll tell you what. I'll, I would like to parlay my guess with a, an argument that she's worth more than Tom Berenger.
4: Oh, no doubt about that.
0: Yeah, there's no question. It's worth
4: eight million. I think I'm worth more than Tom Barron. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you call
2: Rob Richie Rich, and you're worth eight million.
1: God uh,
0: damn. Michelle uh, Richie Riley. Joel Joel Riley might have to be dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For you to be worth eight. Oh
4: right, yeah. I forgot about that
2: part. Well, we can.
0: Make well, the night's still young. <laughs>
2: Rob does know Mike Madigan.
0: <laughs> That's true. I will it. say Mike Mike Manigan is definitely worth eight million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> no Dude.
4: doubt. He's worth a lot more than that, I'm sure. He's,
0: He's got eight million dollar. Yeah.
4: Maybe it's in the Panama Papers. It's you know, so, we got
0: so as bad. a side note, just for the record, I know we got sidetracked with Rom, but I did not I'm Rom. not opposed to having the conversation. But Renee Russo, I say Don't Wait, you I, don't have a I'm saving idea.
2: you from yourself.
0: I say Sixteen million dollars. Mm. Okay. I say thirty
4: five. Wow.
0: Wow. That is a big number.
1: I got her down at twenty.
2: Oh, you fucker. <laughs> I've got twenty two.
0: All right, lay it oh, out I there. See that's way, too a gap. I think I think twenty two is high. Oh. What about twenty? How do you feel right, about twenty? Renee Rene Russo is an
2: American actress and former model. Who has a net worth of, suck on it, $40 million? Oh, you're kidding me. $40 oh, million. 40 million.
0: Got a shot Who's winning this game? Michelle Ryan. Michelle. Yeah, well, kudos to Michelle. And what's wrong with Tom Behringer? Well? <laughs> and they keep going back. Because you clearly is a s- more successful career than Tom Behringer, I'm doing a g-
1: Google search Tom Behringer drug problem and divorces. <laughs> Wow. So you're in so your. That's context. usually where it is, right? He's probably I mean, had
4: like seven wives.
1: It, he, there's the first thing that comes up: t- what the hell happened to Tom Berenger? <laughs> wow, <laughs> um, that's harsh. Divorce, divorce, drug addicts, drug and party scene. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. All right. Well, now we know. So like,
0: so like an awesome time, and the guy's still worth eight million dollars.
1: Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. That's not bad. That's-
4: Eh, eh, I'll take it. And he's still got the uh you know, the the franchise in his back pocket. Sniper.
1: This guy's always got that in his pocket. He's <laughs> like,
0: I'm still thinking about Sniper seven. Sniper <laughs> nine.
2: Sniper reloaded. Uh,
0: Alright. Uh, the next what's one next? we've got
2: young Mr. Willie Mays Hayes, Wesley Snipes.
4: Oh, oh poor uh, Wesley.
2: Uh,
1: Wesley, you, He's on the B, you should see my
2: paper that I'm writing on.
1: I'm
0: like <laughs> the names are tiny now. Is it moist? I just had an image of Mike Cross asking Dina,
4: "How do you do footnotes?"
0: I... <laughs> <laughs> All right, I again, need to do footnotes don't again.
4: Five of these.
1: You gotta yeah, put a have, one. We have to do them right. Best. A one after the sentence or
2: before? Mm.
4: Okay, we can uh, do it. Wesley.
1: We can do it faster.
2: He's West, had some tax right? issues. Whoa.
4: Net worth, Robert, go.
2: Whoa. Hang on, wait, slow Whoa. down. Whoa. Wesley Snipes? Everyone calm the hell down.
0: <clears throat>
2: he just emerged from tax death, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, so I'm saying that he is well, close no, to. you're very pixelated.
2: She's fine. I don't know.
0: You're good. I'm saying he is close to zero or. Shockingly low above it. So I'm going to say uh, $1.25 million.
4: I am going to go higher than that because he did just have a TV show. So I am going to go 2.5.
2: Whoa. Rob, did you say 1.25? Crosses. Mm hmm. God damn it. All right. Cross. Hello. I'm going.
1: I'm going five million. He came out the gate and he did a couple big things.
2: Big things. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. yeah yes. you got it. All right. I went super low. Eight
1: hundred and fifty k. Well, I'm gonna take the lead right now. I can feel it, man. You I can feel, feel it. Watch. Feel it.
2: Whoa. Wesley Snipes net worth. Uh, he's an American actor, film producer, and martial artist. Hmm, really, martial arts. <laughs> uh, ten son- million dollars.
4: Son- ten million. Yes,
2: Cross, takes it. Cross him. Shocking. That is
0: cross Shocking.
2: Is he really worth ten? He must owe ten still. No, I think he
0: paid it. Yeah, out. Whatever. No, if he, he settled, probably spaced that
4: out, and then yeah, no.
1: Yeah. He did time in the joint, too, for that. I, I I hope he didn't have to
0: take it in the ass. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm assuming sure he declared bankruptcy. Thank God for bankruptcy. I right? know.
2: All right, the finale, we've got Mr. Kevin Costner. Bull Durham. Oh, my. Yeah, this is a big number, I this think.
1: This is going to be a quality number.
2: Field of dreams. He's no glorious yeah.
1: Stefan, but it's going
2: to be petty. <laughs> no. All right, Gloria Stefan. God damn it! That what, that's still that's hurts. Bitch. That's so All right, that hurt. You're up. Whoa, whoa, slow down, Michelle. You are. Think of a number. Quick, Michelle wants
3: bedtime.
0: I know. Mommy's tired. Wah. Think of a number. One hundred and fifty-two million dollars.
4: Divided by two. You
0: shitting me, Rob? Really?
2: One fifty-two. Oh, that's, I hate you Rob That's Nash.
4: way high. That's, that's,
1: that's I'm so going
2: 250. High. 250 for Michelle.
1: I went 150,
2: thereby killing any shot, unless it's under. I went 175. All right, come on, be low. Come on, I hope you blew some money. Did he get divorced? Costner. Yeah, Costner, he did Costner. get
1: divorced.
0: Ooh. Oh, I hope she the cleaned his clock.
2: One of us. Wait,
0: wait, 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 wait. The thing is that's interesting about him is that he has that big uh, – oil he's invested yeah. in some major companies. Yeah, no, he has he a, he's got a big oil big cash. spill like remediation company and environmental like situation that's he's, he's got some other interests. So what is it B? One of us has hit
2: it on the head. Mm-hmm. Oh Thank fuck you. yeah. Kevin Costner, actor, producer and director, has a net worth of One hundred and fifty million dollars.
1: Yes, Ross nails it, and I get I get two for nailing it. So I win
2: four to one to one to zero. I am a socks. I wonder who got zero. Oh, me. Socks are winning. I am the worst ever. Do that. (laughs) All right, it's getting late. We've been on
1: for too long. I'm going to call Tim Cook and Tom.
4: (laughs) Tim Cook and the gang?
0: Tim Tim and the gang.
2: (laughs) I'm sure he's in some garage practicing with his band.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you're pixelating
1: too. uh, Tim Cook and the gang.
2: All right, well, let's wrap it up. Uh, All you
1: people on your Apple products that don't fucking work.
2: We work fine. I think you're the problem, Slim.
3: Okay, Uh, this is officially
2: gone off the rails. Let's wrap it up. I cannot Um, hear anything. All right. Okay, just... Mike's already gone. (laughs) Uh, Next week, (laughs) I'm going to have a special uh, NBA podcast that none none of you will be on or listen to, so that's fine. Uh, Me and Chris Ruffalo and whoever else we can get.
1: not sure if you guys can hear me, but I cannot hear any of you.
2: Right. We can
4: hear you, Michael. Stop talking. Yeah,
2: shut I mean it. Rant. <laughs> All right. I'm, gonna, I'm turning him off. I'm hanging <laughs> up on him. Mike's gone. All right. Let's uh, sign off. Everybody out. We're good? We're good. good, good to talk to you guys. All right. Talk to you later. Good to talk
3: to you guys. Bye. Bye. Please follow us on Twitter at IrishPubCast. Stick in the shinty bowl The brick, the brack, the crack And all, let's call it an Irish pub Hey! Caffrey's who can any The Guinness pun and the cabbage crack The eye don't want to be paddy-trap We'll call it an Irish pub Well, I'll be fucked As swear upon the holy book The only crack you get Is a slap in the ear Well, I'll be fucked to laugh and burst your filthy mug If you draw one more shot I'll get me beer <laughs> boys a beer a dollar we'll make wear a shirt and color with we'll fire, body, bloody try color and color an irish pub the egg bombs and double shots the underage just think it's us we'll fight the drinks and pay the cost. we got us an irish pub The quick run in the filthy dog the black grass across the lug of the lady oh the dirty dog we got us an irish pub it's over to me and over to you. we'll skip along the avenue and who the hell is running through? we got us an irish pub fire just swear upon the holy folk, the only crack you get is a slap in the air Where I'll be fucked till I first your filthy mug. If you draw one more shot, don't give me beer. We'll call it an Irish pub Plastic cups are polished for We'll hold the blood run right out the door i let the knuckles back for more We've we'll got as an Irish pub Well, I'll be fucked You swear upon the holy boot The only crack you'll get is a slap in the ear Well, I'll be fucked I'll and burst your filthy monk. If you draw one more shot I'll give me beer The morning got a Gary on, kiss me, I'm Irish, Molly Malone A found your slant, your my home, we got us an Irish pub Despite the punches, trick the willows, strike me up The rakes i mellow, the lift, he never runs so shallow We got us an Irish pub while I'll be fucked, you swear upon the holy book. The only crack you get is a slap in the ear. Well, I'll be fucked, the love of burst you filthy mug If you drop one more shower, give me bread